after this hour, I'm going to be a podcast host, which is, nope, I'm going to be a podcast guest, which is fun because I'm used to being a podcast host. Um, but I'm going to be a podcast guest on a urologist's podcast. His name is Dr. Phil Parazio. He's a, I think mostly onc, does a lot of kidneys um, at Pitt, I think, in in Pennsylvania. And his podcast is a lot kind of like the art of doing surgery, the art of practicing medicine, the art of living a good life. It's called like Zen, Zen, operating with Zen, I think is what it's called. But I'm going to pull it up so you guys can see it. Operate with Zen is the name of his podcast. I'll post the episode when it's up on the Common Thread Facebook group. Um, but he does like recovering from injury as a surgeon, surgical ergonomics, difficult interactions and difficult patients, uh, mindfulness and surgery, connecting the body and mind. And everybody he interviews for the most part is surgeons. Um, let's see if I can figure out one of our friends. Oh yeah. Diana, Diana Londano is a urologist who's been on here coaching surgeons to success with Dr. Diana Londano. Um, she's a urologist and she also did the same coaching that me and Jess did as far as training goes. So if you want to check out a new podcast, check out Phil Parazio, Operate with Zen. I'm going to be recording this, an episode with him at the end of this hour. And we're going to talk about anger. I'm like at that point in my personal journey where I meet people at conferences and we like, I'm like, you're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. We're both urologists. We are friends. And then talking about, he had given a lecture, I think about wellness and it was excellent. And talking about like anger or something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, I had, I had an anger journey. And he's like, I had an anger journey. <laughs> so we like talked about our anger journeys so he's like, we come on the podcast and talk about anger. And I'm like, yeah, like it's super vulnerable. Number one, to talk about anger. Number two, I think to be a female talking about anger. Um, so I'm going to share my story and I don't really know what I'm going to say, but I know that it's going to help other people who are more like in the closet with their anger or still like still working through it. Right. And I think anger for me probably came from like number one childhood, right? Like I'm very comfortable with people being angry. Like I'm not comfortable, but like I'm very used to it. So surgery made a lot of sense to me. Like I'm like, I get it. Um, so I think it's upbringing. I think it's responses, you know, whether it's responses to not having um, agency, right? It's a lot of thoughts, for sure. Like when you start digging under the thoughts, like it should take a, to take anger in a coaching model, um, anger being the, it could be a feeling, right? You can also put anger in the C line. Anger, anger is a circumstance. What do you think about anger? Right. So you can play around with it that way, which is interesting. Um, anger can also be a response. So like <clears throat> I'm angry as a response to feeling disempowered. Right. Uh, so lots of places anger can go. So I'm doing that next. Stay tuned if you want to learn more about my anger journey. So raise your hand if you want to come on for coaching. 
Um, not not so many people here today, so we'll see if anybody wants to be coached or talk about anger. Let's see. Nice name. I love when you guys rename yourselves. All right, raise your hand if you want to come on. Otherwise, I will not know that you want to be coached. And then there we go. All right, everybody's jumping on and off. I think it might be a, like a connection issue or something. But if you want to come on, raise your hand. I'll bring you on for coaching. Give everybody a couple more minutes. This midday time, I don't know. I don't know about it. There we go. Sunny Spice wants to come on. Let's do some sp Sunny Spice. Hey, Kelly. Hey, how are you? I am hot. How are you? Good. I love your name. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Actually, I was jumping on and off because Zoom's not letting you rename yourself anymore. So I had to like change my entire profile to rename oh. yourself. So I don't know if that's happening to other people too. Weird. Um, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about sleep. Um, more specifically, I, I noticed um, with me and I'm sure other people have the habit that when it's time to go to bed, I'm tired. I know it's time to go to bed, but I will keep myself awake. And it's not because I'm doing work. It's not because I'm sitting there and scrolling on Instagram. It's because I'll say, oh, well, I could get eight hours but like it's okay if I only get seven and then of course you know by the time you actually get ready for bed it's like never quite that much anyway and um you know when I was a resident or fellow it made sense a lot of times I was staying up like studying or preparing for cases or whatever but here I'm doing nothing productive not even scrolling but yet I'll justify why less sleep is okay mm -hmm. and it's been like a hard habit to break um so I didn't know if there was any like tips or anything for that yeah, I know a lot of people have gotten coached on like this exact same thing. Um, what does your like 9 a.m. brain say about you getting sleep? Does like your 9 a.m. brain care? Like, do you want to get this eight hours? Yeah. Or does, like the frontal. Yeah, my, like my 9 a.m. brain said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 9 a.m. brain says, why didn't you go to sleep on time? <laughs> 10 p.m. brain's like, fuck off. 9 a.m. Well, 10 p.m. brain, well, that's the problem is I tend to get a second wind around 9 or 10 p.m. But like 10 p.m. brain or 11 p.m. brain knows it's time to sleep, but I'll just rationalize and be like, oh, well, it's okay if I sleep for six instead of seven or like, hey, five hours is better than four. And I, you know, I'm like, well, why am I doing this? Yeah. And the weekend's coming yeah, and I'll sleep more then and like all the thoughts. Yes. Um, exactly. I think it's a, I think there's a couple of angles to this. So I'll just like present them both and you can see which one lands. Um, the first angle is like back in the day, meaning all of the thousands of years, there was nothing to keep us up. Like the interesting shit happened during the daytime. Right. So like yeah. now that like, like the internet and Netflix, like it is literally designed to keep you on it. And so I think that's part of it is like, we're like, we're, it's not like we're writing the best American novel at 11 p.m., right? right? <laughs> like, we're literally yeah. like, I need to watch the top 10 Shits Creek clips again. 
Right. Um, so I think that's part of it is just realizing like, oh, I'm really, I'm really distracted by dopamine and like calling it for what it is and being like, no, or, or, or other people will do the rule of like no screen time two hours before bed. So you can't even like get hooked mm-hmm. on it. So I think that's one is just like dopamine is free and available 24 hours a day. And we literally have to realize that, that like it's designed to keep you on it. Um, and then right. I think, the, and then the other, the other angle that you can take on this is he basically learning to have your own back and being like, I, I wanted our rules is eight hours of sleep and I'm going to have my own back and I'm going to have my own back and I'm going to build that skill of having my own back and, and doing what I want to, you know, what, what my 9am brain goals are. Cause that's some people they're like, if, if, if like my mom told me to go to bed at 10, I, I go to bed. If my spouse, like for me, my spouse tells me to go to bed, I'm like, yep. And then left to my own devices. I'm like, fuck it. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Like if I'm on vacation or something with my sister, she's really good at like going to bed on time to go to bed. But then if I'm by myself, which is obviously most of the time, I'm like, Oh, it's 3am. Who cares? Totally. And, and so that, like, yeah. that's how I am too. And so like a part of that's just training ourselves that we're going to listen to ourselves. And then, then you get curious. You're like, Oh, look at me. Not want to listen to myself. That's interesting. So the not listening to yourself relates to having your own back. Is that, yeah. is that what I'm understanding? Okay. Yeah. Of like when I'm like dialed in and I have my like frontal lobe and my best self hat on eight hours of sleep is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I built that skill just as like as an example, like I didn't realize the importance of having your own back in integrating fitness into your life because like you don't want to work out hardly ever. All humans like (laughs) like even the professional athletes are like, I'd rather not. Right. And like keeping that commitment of like, I am a person who gets eight hours of sleep. I am a person who exercises four to five times a week. Like, and building that skill is where the work is for that. Okay. So I guess, um, what did you do for exercise to help you build the skill? Was it just like telling yourself that you're a person exercises every day or? Yep. And then you just fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> I was actually thinking about, I was like actually thinking about this last, like yesterday, because it's like, we're like, oh yeah, I'm going to work out. And then you don't because it's a lot easier to not work out. And the same with like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to bed, but you're like, well, I'm already on the couch and Netflix is already up and look at these five other things that like they want me to watch. Like right. it's just easier to not li- to not follow yourself. Yeah, I think for me, it's like not so much the dopamine hits. It's like, I'll find an excuse not to go to bed. Like um, not necessarily like watching Netflix or whatever, but like oh, I could put my dish away or like I could send an email even though none of this is urgent and needs to be done tonight. It's almost like looking for reasons to delay sleep. And I find that a little odd. Dopamine, man. Okay, so even with those little things too? I think it is. I think it's like your brain just doesn't, your brain's like, no, I'm not. And and the question is like, are you not tired, right? Because if your brain's like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Um, And watching out for that second wind that I think a lot of people will get you know you're just like to me I'm like super tired at 8 p.m but then like mm-hmm. 
if I'm on a screen or engaging conversation, I'll be up past 10. Yes. Or like on bed or whatever. And then I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. It, yeah. I mean, I think some people, some people who get coached on this, like they'll find a thought, right? Like there's a thought mm-hmm. that keeps them up. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's kind of tricky to find one thought, but like yeah. for you, I, is it, it might be like just one more thing. There's just one more thing like whatever that kind of repeat. And then you can kind of catch like, oh, that's my brain doing that one thought, which leads to me staying up. Just even like awareness of when it happens, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I said. Like when I was a resident or attending, I felt like, okay, I mean, resident or fellow, I felt like I was staying up because I was doing something productive, even though arguably if you stay up and, you know, read all night, then you're not going to be so sharp the next day. But I felt like I was doing something productive at least. But here I'm like, I am literally wasting time. And now that I'm attending, there's no reason not to sleep. So, you know, just go to sleep. Yeah, totally. And, it's, uh-huh. and a lot of that's just like, and, and to back up, like, you don't have a problem falling asleep. Like, we're not like, no, you need to see no, somebody for insomnia or Excellent like. sleeper. No, no, no. Okay. Excellent sleeper. <laughs> Bonus. Um, okay. So we know I mean, that I love my bed. I don't know why I don't spend more time in it. <laughs> Yeah, I would I would play either with like if there's a if if there's a thought and some people's thought will be like I deserve this. This is this is my only time to relax. Mm-hmm. This is my only me time. Like some people it's like a very deserving thought that will keep them up. Um so I would I, I think I think that might be me. Yeah. That sound that sounds like it hypnosis is like, "Oh, I I should relax right now." Totally. And then, you know, of course, like awareness of like, hey, now you know what thought makes you want to stay up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when it happens, you can be like, is this me feeling entitled to staying up late? Yeah. Okay. I'm on to you. Let's go to bed. Let's <laughs> yeah, go to bed. <laughs> okay. I'll definitely try it. I, I think the example of like making yourself that person who does such and such thing is good. Yeah. I mean, a nice thought is like, I'm a person who gets eight hours of sleep. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I would really like to be that person. Right. You would be that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, what do, you, what do you have to do to like, to be that person? Yeah. Yeah. Just be really di- much better disciplined than I am now. Yeah. Total, totally. Yeah. And and like, you know, you're not going to beat yourself up about it, but right. you're, you have the awareness of like, like I got coached on how entitled I felt to like soy caramel lattes at 1 p.m. They're like, because I'm like, I want to stop doing that. And they're like, why do you do it? And I'm like, because I deserve it. Mm-hmm. I'm entitled to it. It's a treat. And they're like, those are all thoughts that are preventing you from not drinking the sugar at 1 p.m. And like me getting coached on like that entitled, because nobody wants to like think that they're entitled, but you're like, oh, I think I deserve this. Mm-hmm. Fascinating self. <laughs> like, Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I would have not thought about that thought of like, I deserve it, but I think that's what it is where I'm like, well, I deserve to sit on my couch because, you know, I've been working all day and on my feet. Totally. You had a rough day, but you're like, that thought makes you not be the person who sleeps eight hours. Right. It's like changing your identity a bit. (laughs) Totally. And then like, for, for me, like it always comes down to like me being able to laugh at myself of like, I can giggle now. I'm like, there I am being entitled again, like the, the exceptional human that I am. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> once I can kind of laugh at my, I can see it. 
And then I can laugh at that thought. And then I, it like allows me to be like, okay, and on to the regularly scheduled program. Okay, that's good. I'm, I'm going to see if I can start this tonight, which I've been saying for like 10 years, but like maybe tonight will be the right? night. <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes, man, this is like where the work is. Yeah, know. you know, we've, you know, we talk about like defaults. I feel like the default is it's very easy to be like, oh, I can stay up. Like, it's okay that it's so late because I know that I can still function the next day. Um, so what might happen is like, I'm good about sleeping for a couple nights and the defaults to like, oh, I can stay up. It's fine. Totally. And then you'll be like, okay, but I'm a person who sleeps eight hours. So <laughs> something's got to give. <laughs> I'm a different person now. <laughs> I'm a different person now. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean we're all yes. perfect, right? Like this goal is not right. perfect. The goal is to like learn something about yourself. Mm -hmm. And like the fact that we have dueling interests of like, I would like to sit on the couch and not go lift weights, but I want to be a person who lifts weights. Like Right. We're like, we're, we're always going to have these competing like thoughts and priorities and dopamine and exhaustion and Shits Creek clips just, on Netflix. Well, so actually, as you're saying this, like, I want to be such and such person, I'm like coming up with a list in my head of like all the types of person I want to be. So I'm like, okay, well, let's work on this today. <laughs> right. And like, you know, what they talk about yeah. is like doing the simple things, mm -hmm. simple, hard, whatever it is, but like going to bed for eight hours like and this doesn't require you to move across the country or do anything like super egregious right right it's like you keep your commitment to yourself and then you get the momentum going you're like okay well now i'm a person who packs a vegetable for lunch yeah <laughs> right because it's like um, you start getting those commitments to yourself of like of course i'm the person who packs a vegetable for lunch like that's who i am it's funny you say that because i recently started making myself the person who eats five servings of fruits and vegetables a day and because of that i now bring my lunch instead of eating like gross salty food in the doctor's lounge dude that food is shit man i know it's amazing i'm like this is what we serve in a hospital to the people who are taking care of patients it's disgusting it's so bad <laughs> and it's so much better that now i'm the person that eats you know five servings of fruits and vegetables and brings her lunch almost every single day see you're that person yeah. Even though it might be easier to not be that person because look at all the other people eating the shitty food. But like, that's just like sm the small commitments to yourself really do add up. Yeah. Okay. I like this. I'm going to try this tonight. I think it's, the, I'm forgetting who wrote Atomic Habits. Oh, I, I feel like my parents have that book in their house, but yeah, right. um, I never read it. It's it's decent. I, it's not in my top 10. But like basically it's like these small things are what create mm -hmm. this person versus yeah. not doing these small things creates this life. And it's like everybody oh, thinks it's a big dramatic like buy something big and take a supplement. But it's like small choices equals this life. Not small choices, this life. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's a good way to look at it. Totally. You rock. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it's just it. It's simple stuff, right? Because you're like, yeah. oh my God, I'm getting coaching. And it's like, dude, it's the little stuff, which is like the breakthroughs. I know. Now I'm like all motivated. I'm like, is it nighttime yet? So I can try right. to go to sleep on time. 9 a.m. brain is going <laughs> to win tonight for sure. Yeah. Because at first I was like, should I talk about it? And I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> dude, it's like the small stuff is what I still joke. I'm like, like I got, I get coached on like my lattes. I got coached on asking mm -hmm. my nanny to 
chop carrots for me so I could have carrots. Like I got coached on that. Like I get coached on like, you didn't want to ask. What's that? Because you didn't want to ask her. Yeah, to I didn't want to ask her. Yeah. She's like, why don't you ask her? See what happens. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not used to actually asking for things. We're used to doing it ourselves. Right. She's like, you have an adult in your house who you're paying. Yeah. Why don't you yeah. ask her to chop some carrots? And I was like, I was like, transformative coaching. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, have a good nice. day and uh, best of luck. Be, Thank be you. That- be the person who keeps your commitments to yourself. I'm definitely going to try. Thank you. Sweet. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, my friends. Anybody else want to come on and no topic is too small. That is the that is the moral of today's coaching. No topic is too small. You can either raise your hand or you can type in a Q&A. See what's going to happen. That's okay. If you've got nothing else today, we'll call, we'll call it. We'll be early day. There we go. All right, there's a hand. I'm going to change a name. Rename Tuesdays with Kelly. Hey, Tuesdays. Hey, good afternoon or good morning. I don't know what time it is there. Right? Afternoon here. I think there's a book called Tuesdays with Maury. So, yes, there is. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So, I am finishing up fellowship at the end of July and starting a job October 1st. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. That's massive. <laughs> thank you. It's huge. And, um, everyone's asked me how I'm feeling and it's like mixed emotions. I'm excited, I'm nervous, I'm scared. And um, I keep telling myself like the feelings of just being nervous are totally normal, but I thought maybe I would just ask you and anyone else that's on the call if they agree like maybe i'd feel better if if, um or believe it more if i hear other people who've been through it uh you know tell me like that that is the case and it's it's going to be okay yeah so the question is is my feeling of normal is my feeling of nervous normal yes yeah 100 percent. okay (laughs) we worry about people who are nervous (laughs) okay just like anybody who's like a high functioning person or does like high stakes stuff whether it's like getting on a stage or you know whatever doing surgery um it's all nervous and there's and there's a couple of like a couple of tips for it one of the tips that's out there is like Nervous and excited is the same body energy. Mm -hmm. And 
I was actually just watching a clip of an actor who it was like, what's the best advice you were ever given? And the actor said, taking all my sign, all my feelings of nervousness and making them excited. Cause it's like the same energy. And I was like, and, I, and he wasn't the first person who'd said that of like, you're nervous to get on a stage. You're excited to get on the stage. You have the same, it's the same kind of heightened buzz, but you're just kind of thinking about your energy in a different way. Um, so that's a tip. Uh, but yeah, I would worry if you weren't nervous, like you're going into an unknown situation. Right. Right. Totally nervous. My, we went to this like all age track meet for like kids last night. And it was the first time we took my daughters. They're like five and eight. And they're like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And I'm like, n- not ever trying to convince somebody to not be nervous. Cause that's like invalidating, right. To be like, don't be X, Y, and Z. Instead, it's like, yeah, totally normal to be nervous here. This is the first time you've been here and you don't know what's going on. I can see how you'd be nervous. Sure. Like, uh, yeah. That's, validating, that's- validating. Instead of like, you're fellowship trained. You're going to pass the boards. Why are you nervous? Of like, this very an invalidating thing to do to somebody. Right. Right. And, and I guess my other question is, does it get better? Or is there always a little bit of nerves now that you're attending? <laughs> you're <laughs> and- five, my friend. <laughs> I'd be curious what other people, whatever people think, but I like you're three to five. You're like, I fucking got this. Okay. But then you have the opposite problem because you're seven. You're like, I'm fucking bored. Okay. So like, there's never like a perfect, like <laughs> there's always something that's happening. Um, What was my other thought about nervous? Oh, is that our brains think if we're nervous, there's got to be something that's wrong. And we we tend to do this a lot with like any negative feeling of like, I have a negative feeling or emotion. There's got to be something wrong. Of like, no, no, no n- nervous is just where, where we are when we're transitioning from fellowship to attending hood. Right. Because okay. I think so many people, you know, with the, especially with the negative emotions, like we try to fix it. We try to eliminate it instead of like, no, no, this is what nervous is. Yeah, and I guess I've been I've been thinking on ways like how can I try to make you know I guess make this feeling better. Like, should I be doing some additional you know reading, studying, going back over notes, or should I really like during my my little break that I'm giving myself, or really should I just kind of relax during this time and you know just work you know get back to those things once I you know maybe a week or so before I get started. Yeah. Uh, you know, thinking that maybe if I did that, it would help with the nerves, but maybe that's, that's not the point. Like it's so the nerves are going to be there no matter what, because this is a new chapter. So I think they'll probably be there no matter what. Yeah. And I think like you rereading the surgery textbook or, you know, I'm making shit up, but like you do is kind of just like distracting yourself from the present moment. Right. Right. And, like Distracting yourself from like, Dude, this is like an amazing opportunity between training and like taking care of people where you're not, you're off the hook, man. Right. Like it is a special, small time in your life. Right. And I, would I did like the same thing. Point. I I didn't start. I counted backwards from how many months I needed to in order to take the boards. <sighs> so I started October 1st. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is the same for us. I, I just want to make sure I would be able to take the part two 
within the first two years of practice. So, so October 1st sounded like a good date. That's what I did. Uh, Sunny Spice says, use these last few weeks to take any op notes, office notes, preference cards, post-op protocols. Yes, that is brilliant advice. Yes, I have. I think I've collected almost everybody's. Okay, awesome. Especially of the preference cards, op notes, like for you to not reinvent that wheel. Yes, that'd be great. Yeah, that's, that's really great advice. Super great advice. Um, I mean, here's, and again, I'm like 11 years out now. So I have like the, the wisdom of hindsight, but it's like, we are very well-trained. Surgeons are very well-trained. There's no amount of like, oh yeah, you should really do something for like the next six weeks in order to be like better trained. Like. Right. Right. Like we're, we're already at the, we're so well-trained. There isn't like. We forgot to train you on this. Thanks for your self-study before you start October 1st. <laughs> like, <laughs> part of it's like, you just got to like start and start doing. And it's that whole like, you know, we're like, how do I get the confidence before instead of the confidence comes by doing? Right. Right. And I think so many people are trying to solve for that of like, how do I get my confidence to go? And it's like, no, no, no. do. And that's where the confidence comes from. Yeah, I like that. But it's annoying because it'd be nice just to have it in our pocket and like have it purchased and like. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> so like I've got my confidence purse. Yeah. It's very expensive, but it's helpful. Yeah, like a little shot of confidence. Just take totally. it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we'll get your lab values checked on your <clears throat> confidence. It's fine. Um, yeah, like I did. So I, I'm an N of one, right? Like, but. I didn't do anything for my time off before October 1st. And I'm, I'm still practicing medicine 11 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Nervous is normal. Nothing's gone wrong. You don't need to solve for it. Um, and then just channel that energy, right? Like when you feel that energy of nervousness, one good thing to do, if you're like, like, it's just driving you nuts to feel it. Cause one, one argument is like, Feel it. Where is it? It's in my chest. Feels kind of tight. Feels like bubbles, right? Like you can actually experience a feeling. Mm -hmm. The other thing is like, I feel nervous when I haven't worked out, when I haven't done my like coaching and thought downloads. Like I've got all these thoughts and they're jumbled, right? So it's like writing down your thoughts, using exercise to dissipate energy are super useful tools. Mm -hmm. Okay just to feel more like grounded. Right. All that stuff. Cause otherwise you're just like, right. <laughs> right. It's like, this is really annoying. I, I know this is normal, but like exercise it out, journal it out, yoga it out, whatever. But I, but I like, those are like healthy ways of getting the energy out versus like, I'm going to distract myself by reading another textbook. Right. <laughs> Dude, you're well trained. Like you're not missing anything. You just you just need to start. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Yes. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Somebody else left some advice. Make sure you have hospital privileges by November 1st so you can take boards on time. Also, oh, okay. I hope I yeah, I hope that will happen. I'll definitely do that. Also, excellent advice. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was just a given. If I'm starting October 1st, it should happen, but uh, oh. Nope. Don't assume that. <laughs> okay. All right, I well. mean, unless if you're, 
Are you are you staying where you're staying? Are you going somewhere else? I'm going somewhere else. Okay. Um, really start communicating with the either the practice administrator or whoever that person is. Okay. Um, to be like, what do I need to do for hospital admin? What do I need to do for insurance companies so they can start billing right away? What do what do they need to do to file for Medicare so you can start billing for Medicare right away? Um all those things take weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Okay. They, they take months and months and months and months. And like, so like, do you have a state license? Do you have a DEA? Like really start working with you. Cause if you have an on top of it, practice admin, whoever that person is, they should already like have a thing of like three months before have her sign this blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. But it might be worth checking in just to be like, can the ball be rolling before before October 1st? Right. I totally. Things they do not teach you in residency or fellowship. No. Because <laughs> if you have like just and then I'll digress, but like uh, regular insurance, you can't back bill. So like you cannot bill insure that insurance company until you are like privileged or signed up with them. Medicare, you can back bill. So you can like see Medicare people and then like, oh, I got my Medicare thing. I can back bill for all that work. Okay. But that's why you want to make sure like that admin's got all of your like insurance stuff cooking and you might need a state license, you know, all that stuff to do that because otherwise you will not get paid for seeing anybody you're not contracted with. Okay. It's enough. I tell you this to be helpful, not to freak you out. Yeah, no, it's very helpful. Thanks. Absolutely. Cool. All right. You got this. Enjoy your time off, man. Thank you. I, I will. I will. Have a ball. Are you traveling? Yes. Yes. Yeah. For one month. <laughs> yes. Very good. Thanks. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, everybody. You got it. That's all we got. See you next time. Love you guys.